predictions on 88.9 The Bridge. I am Gil, joined with Evan and Azad, and today, that is the music of football. We'll be talking about football, basketball, and baseball today. We are giving you our analytics, sports news, and of course, it's in the name, predictions on power predictions. So, let's just get right into it today with basketball. You can see right now in the West, it is a battle for first place. Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers, and Jazz all competing for that number one spot, but who do you guys think is going to take it at the end of the day when playoffs come around? I think that I think that the Lakers will take it, but I don't I don't see the Nuggets uh, staying at second place. I can see them dropping to the three or four spot, and I think the Clippers are going to take second place, and it's going to be a battle of Los Angeles to see who gets first place. But I think the Lakers will take it. I actually agree with everything that Evan just said, so I'm with him on the Lakers taking it and the Clippers going to second. I can play devil's advocate towards you two. I might have the Clippers going first just because of what Steve Ballmer is doing to that organization right now. He is one of the only owners in the NBA who loves his basketball team so much that he'll put time, money, and effort into the team. Thus why I'm giving the Clippers first place because they're only three games behind right now in the division and with a, with a strong of a team as the Clippers have and the Denver Nuggets not really being... I don't see them being a force in the playoffs. I think the Clippers are going to take this one seed. But as you said, Steve Ballmer is a great owner, but he's not the one who's out there playing. And I agree. The, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, they skip out on a lot of games. Because, like, Kawhi Leonard, he, he always, like, skips out because of, like, le- left knee soreness. It's, it's an excuse for not playing. And um, I, I, I can see them being a force in the playoffs, but I don't see them being a force in the regular season. Well, I don't know if it's, it might not be an excuse, but I can see where you're coming from. But towards the playoffs, when we get down to the wire, let's theoretically say the Lakers and the Clippers are going to play in the divisional round. Who is going to win? Oh, Lakers, 100%. 100%. The Lakers are a better, they're a better team in a seven-game stretch. They're a better team physically. They're a better team. They're... They play so big, they play so strong, and the Clippers. With what facts? They struggle to even. They struggle to play games, like as Evan just said. Paul George and Kawhi struggle to play games. The Lakers, LeBron, I don't think he's missed a game. AD might have missed one or two games. Actually, no, AD did miss a couple games. Well, wouldn't it be better for a team with more? Like I mean, Lakers might even not. They might sweep that honestly. But let's say Kawhi and Paul George are healthy, which they probably will be I'd, in a seven-game stretch. I'd still take the Lakers 100%. I mean, you take LeBron and AD. AD is the best, probably, besides by Dwayne Wade, best teammate that LeBron's ever had. And when you have the King and AD, that's just such a lethal combo. And they have so many shooters around the wing. It's going to be hard to stop the Lakers. Well, let's say that LeBron or AD does get injured. What happens to this Lakers organization in that seven-game stretch? Gil, you already know it's coming. They have the X-Factor, Danny Green. <laughs> Okay, he's a great shooter, great defender. I can see him locking down Kawhi Leonard. He's a on, great defender. Not a but daily basis. How far does that get you with one player? Um, you're locking. You could lock down the best player on the Clippers. But the Clippers and, have uh, could be one of the best defenses in the league. But they really haven't shown with it this Montrez. year. Like I 100% agree with you. They should have the debt best defense, but I don't think they do. They're just they're not as dominant as everyone thought they were going to be, and I don't see it. I don't see it keeping up. I just I, I see it slow. I see it getting worse for them if anything. Well, that's not what the stats show. The Clippers are kind of on a tear this season right now. Well, yeah, of course. They, they have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. They have great shooters. They take all the shots on their team, and that's why they're so good. Yeah, I know, but that's what that's kind of what you guys said the opposite about them. You said that Kawhi George is going to be out a lot of games not shooting the ball. Yes, but I'm saying when they're in, 
They're shooting the ball. Yeah, a lot. so that's what I'm saying. If they're in for that seven game stretch, yes, which I, I, I think is I think happen. that they will be in the, for like seven game stretch, and I I honestly think it's too early to predict because yeah, there's so much. I agree. And honestly, Gil, I can see where you're going from. The Clippers, they're resting Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, so you you yeah. can't. So like they're most likely going to stay healthy for the rest of the season. They have a better chance than LeBron and AD do. So as you're saying, yeah, and I totally see where you chance. guys are coming and, from. But when you rest players like yeah, that, it actually helps. And they're team. doing so good already. Yeah. While they're resting them, it's like in the playoffs they're going to be two times better with yeah. the duo. And it's, on the it's court. not good for their fans though because their fans want to see them out on a daily basis in a regular season game. But the the Clippers want a championship. They've been overshadowed by the Lakers for many years. Yes. The, the Clippers have never really been that team. And but basketball, they, if you they think want about to be it, team. basketball is a game of business. Yeah, exactly, yes, you exactly. want the fans to show up to the court, but for that championship, you're going to make so much money off of that. So when you rather be having a great record, resting Paul George and Kawhi every few games or so, and still have an amazing record and keep them healthy, or play them every game, and they might get washed up with an injury. Yeah, that's true. I agree with him. And but I mean the Lakers, they're still a really good team, and they have yeah. LeBron and AD haven't really got hurt this season. But in a seven game series, I say you have to wait a little longer to see yeah. how these teams play out to really make an assumption on who's going to win. Definitely, and we're only so far into the season where you can't say indefinitely who's going to be in the playoffs right now. I mean, I think we have a pretty good understanding of who's going to be in the playoffs, right? Don't we? Well, honestly, what I'm looking at right now is the number nine seed Trailblazers. Yeah, of course. That, that is a team where. You have no clue if they're going to go to the playoffs or not. Yeah, honestly, I think I think that Memphis, they're such a young team. I don't think they're ready yet. I agree. I think they will be ready next year. And I think OKC might drop, and I see Dallas moving up. I see Houston moving up, and I see the Jazz and Denver moving down in the top eight. I have a headline to talk about the Blazers right now. Damian Lillard. He's, uh, he's, he's, having, a, he's having a fantastic season. But what I saw on ESPN one day, I was just scrolling through. One of the reporters said that if you do not make it with your team to the playoffs, you cannot be an MVP candidate. I don't, a candidate. I don't think Damian Lillard is going for an MVP candidate. I think he's going for a championship. And mm, I don't even see him making the playoffs cor- this year. Of course he's not going to the MVP candidate, and he's just playing for the team. But I totally disagree with that statement. Well, no, I agree with that statement. I don't disagree. I think... If you're going to be an MVP, you're going to have to be the type that leads your team to a playoff. I don't I don't think you have to in this in this NBA this this NBA season because there's such dominant teams with Well, that's such the good point players. of MVP. Like you're most valuable. Damian Lillard doesn't really have anybody who's been just as good as anybody in the league. Like he he has literally no one on his team. He has like CJ McCollum who's not doing good. I mean, I, I can just see Damian Lillard. He, he deserves an MVP right now, but he's he, I will agree he's going to have to take his team to yeah. the eighth seed for the playoffs. There's no I in team, but when it comes to MVP, you're going to need to have the roles of leadership, which Dame yeah. does, but I think your team has to and I agree personally with you. get I agree into with you. the playoffs. An MVP makes everyone on the court better. Exactly, and yes. Right now, I mean, he's it's with not that passing he's... passing and everything. He's a good shooter. He's good dribbling. He's good at defense, but... I don't know if he can help out his other teammates just because he's not that type of player. He's not a LeBron James who's going to yeah. give crazy assists. He's, uh, yeah, I agree. I, I don't see him winning MVP right, right now. Right now. He, and he don't can, get me wrong. They, this they, is they not can, dissing Damian Lillard at all because he's probably one of the best point guards in the league. 100%. And I just think if you're going to need to be an MVP, your team has to make the playoffs. 
Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. But da- da- Damian Lillard, I know he is averaging 30 points a game. CJ McCollum, though, is averaging 21 points. But I think, talking about the MVP, talking about who's going to win MVP, I think Giannis is slowly running away with it. Um, 46-7. His team is 46-7. and seven. Giannis... Ha- yeah, I know they don't like to give it to the same person back to back, but Giannis is averaging 30 points, 13 rebounds, and 6 assists. I mean, those are crazy numbers. And his team is 47-1, and one, and they only have the next... I mean, you want to talk about not a lot of team help, right? You said that David doesn't have that many people. Giannis is in the same situation. Okay, he has, okay, okay stop. Stop right here. Stop right here. The Bucks are undefeated without Giannis this year. They are 7-0 and without Giannis. Yeah. Just to let you know, they have 7 losses with Giannis. Okay, I don't... I don't know where you're coming from. This t- this Bucks team is a team out of the world. They are so good. With Chris Chris Middleton he's is turning into a points. Damian Lillard. He's I, I, I love that guy. I love um, him, but he's not tur- he's not turning into a Damian Lillard. If Eric Bledsoe, they they're just a good team. I, I totally they, agree. I honestly do, I honestly think that they they can beat. They can go the first two rounds of the playoffs without Giannis. Here's the thing. This isn't a superstar team if you take Giannis out at at all. But what this team has is depth. Yeah, I, I think this team would be like a Miami Heat without Giannis, and exactly. Miami Heat are really good. Yeah, exactly. And you can't call this team bad, because almost everyone on the starting bench is averaging more than 15 points. Yeah, exactly. And Yes. I mean, I, I will agree Giannis is in the top top run, front runner for MVP. Yeah. But in my opinion, I don't think he deserves it. You have it. so many more names than just Giannis. Yeah, I Like, agree. even, I know, Azad, you're definitely going to agree with this, but Luka is just one of them. Giannis is amazing, but he has a team behind him. Dame, Dame. If you if you're trying to relate this to Dame, Dame has three less the guys I think Giannis does. Of course, I'm a huge Mavs fan. I love Luca, but I mean, I I know when 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 which players deserve MVP, and Giannis clearly deserves MVP in the situation. But like we said, the season's only so far in, and the Bucks I are mean, playing we're just pretty, fine without Giannis. We're pretty Giannis. far into the season now. We're probably two thirds. Okay, how about this? I will say this. If if Giannis didn't have the season he did last year and he wasn't like such a hype player, I don't think he'd I don't think he'd be in the MVP frontrunner because he just has so much hype around him because he was such a good player last year. I'm not saying he's a bad player this year. He's just not as good as he was. Yeah, and, I agree. But like as we're saying, these players don't deserve MVP. Who does deserve MVP? Well, you know Giannis. what? <laughs> okay. That's my point. Okay, so you think Giannis will win it? Yeah. I I honestly don't know. I think James Harden might deserve it. He's he's such a good player. I've I've watched him play. He had an off night and dropped a triple double, thirty point triple double. James Harden's pretty spectacular. Yeah, James Harden is. Well, I mean, this, here's the thing: this league has so many names. Or I think you have to wait for MVP predictions once the team makes the playoffs. That's true because it's, it's back all to about our the argument. It's run. all about the playoff run. Yeah, and I mean, Kawhi Leonard. I mean, I don't I don't think Kawhi Leonard. I don't think he'll ever win an MVP just because he doesn't he doesn't do that good in the regular season. He always does really good in the playoffs. Yeah. But the regular season, he's just an average player. I, See, I think. that's where players, boys become men in the playoffs. Exactly. That's where you find now, I think MVP M- I think MVP should, I think, yeah, exactly. I think the candidates should come up in the playoffs and not before the playoffs or during the middle of the regular season. Yeah, we talked about some very top seeds in basketball today. Anything to wrap up the basketball segment? Um. Yeah, so do you want to give, um, do you want to give who do you think is going to slide up into the playoffs round in the West? In the I West, I the West is the conference to watch this year. Yeah. It's all the big teams. The worst teams are the Warriors, of course, but they're still a fun team to watch. Mm. I see the Trailblazers sliding in, and I'm... Ooh, this is going to be risky, but I think the Pelicans are just going to get the A spot. I think I the Trailblazers are going to go 7, Pelicans are going to go 8, 
just because they're upward trend. Wow, you read my mind. I was going to say the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what I see I happening. Mean, the Pelicans are on a tear lately. Brandon Ingram, he is one of those players that does not get talked about a lot, but he's averaging 25 points. And that was a trade that, for the Pelicans, the that Lakers. resulted just fine. Yeah, and that Zion. Zion's been playing, I mean, of course, when he's healthy and playing, he's been productive. I mean, we saw these stats that, like, half the time he shoots, he either gets his own rebound or he scores points. I mean, that's crazy efficient. Yeah, well, it goes 86% of the time. Like, what, that's that's insane. What the Pelicans just have to not do is overplay Zion. You yeah. need him in. And I can see I, I, I can see Zion being an MVP candidate, yeah, as we're talking about, in the next couple of years. Next because couple of years, he's yeah. helping everyone on his team be better. Lonzo's getting more assists. I think when, um, when Zion came back rebounds. onto the team, they started upward trend. Yes, Quick. 100%. Like, the, they're on a two-game win streak right now. And that's what we're talking about when we're saying an MVP who brings his team to the playoffs. Exactly. I think that... That's the whole entire argument tied into one side. Yeah. I think if the Pelicans can beat the Trailblazers in, the, in this two-game... They're playing them twice. I think if they can beat them twice, they're a, they're a legitimate team to get the eight seed. I still think the Trailblazers are better than the Pelicans, but I bet yeah. they both have a spot in the playoffs. These teams deserve a spot in the playoffs. Yes, I, I think... But, like, as you're saying, deserves. Who doesn't deserve it? You're right. I, I think all these teams in the playoffs deserve it. I think if they make it 12 teams, that, that that's what it should be for the The teams who don't deserve it are tanking, and that's kind of final. Yeah. But and I think for the East, if we're talking about the most surprising teams, I think everyone knows it's going to be the Pacers and the Heat. They're just... Like, the Heat, they don't have a... Su- they have Jimmy Butler, but he's not the superstar. They have... They have Bam Ambendeo. They have they have all these good shooters and good players like Kendrick Nunn. And this team's really coming along to be a good team that nobody expected to see. And the Pacers, nobody expected them to be good without Victor Oladipo. Definitely. And, of course, they're really good right now. And who's, that, who's the last team that's really good? There's just one more team. The Raptors? Yes, the, the Raptors. That, that's of where course. I was going. They're, they're on like a 14-game win streak. They have a better regular season record than what they did with Kawhi. But as we said, it's all about the playoffs with, for the Raptors without Kawhi. See how they handle and that. That was our basketball analytics predictions. And like we said, we were going to give you some good sports news today. We'll be back in just a short period of time with some more baseball, football, and some XFL news. Thank you for joining us on Power Predictions, and we'll be right back. And we are back on 88.9 The Bridge. I We are Power Predictions. I'm Gil, joined with Evan. And thank you for that short break, but it's time for some baseball news. And we have some huge baseball news with the offseason almost coming to the end with the players reporting for spring training. So let's get straight into it, Evan. We have some huge news on Mookie Betts. The trade finally goes through. Mookie is now officially a Dodger with David Price. How much does this affect the Dodgers? And we'll get into the Dodgers pieces that they had to trade also. And this is a three-team deal with the Twins, the Dodgers, and the Red Sox. So, Evan, how much does Mookie and David Price affect that Dodgers lineup? Well, first off, let's start about how it affects the Red Sox. Um, I think it's pretty obvious the Red Sox are tanking. There's no way. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Their fans are absolutely hating them right now. Yeah, that was that was a horrible trade, but I guess they needed to save some cap space. And I, don't, I think it was a horrible trade for them. Well, but, they didn't want to go over the royalty tax. And like we said with basketball, yeah. baseball is a business. Yeah, exactly. And these GMs, it's two different points of the game. You have the fans' perspective and the GMs' perspective. Yeah, but let's get let's get this straight. They're not winning this year. They're not, probably not going to make oh, the playoffs. for they, sure. They might get lucky make the playoffs. For sure. 
And we're talking about the Red Sox. The Dodgers are the Dodgers totally are. making the playoffs. Well, I mean, they they make the playoffs. With, they make the playoffs without those two players and just adding Mookie Betts and David Price. I think they have an actual chance to go far. But as we know, the Dodgers are used to choking in the playoffs and losing big series that they need to win. And that's really where it's going to be. That's that's where it's going to come down to. I mean, but it, the big question is, can the Dodgers win the World Series? Because we have a bandwagon amongst us in Azad. He is a Dodgers fan, I and he loves he loves the Dodgers. He says he grew, grew up in LA, but he probably thinks Dodgers are a football team. Yeah, or something. I know. He loves. You know what? He's a football and basketball guy, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't even know what the yeah. Dodgers colors are. <laughs> but back into the Dodgers news. Oh. Mookie, way, yeah, yeah <laughs> good job, <laughs> But Mookie is going to affect that lineup so much with the hitting aspect but, and the fielding aspect. I mean, you never know. This is baseball. Like anything, yeah, baseball can happen. always changes. You'll have days where you go zero and four, and you might have in a whole week that you go zero and four. That might be the seven game series week, and you just you just never know. It's it's gonna baseball it's gonna be confusing is so different than football. I, I think, though, if I think you have if, an injury, you're out for so many games. You yes, miss so I many think, games. I think if the Dodgers could take like a two game lead on a team in the playoffs, they're gonna they're gonna easily win the series. But if, if they I start, I don't know off that slow, didn't that didn't happen with any of the World Series that they just played in the past or the divisional rounds. Yeah, I mean, but I'm talking about the Dodgers. They're such a stacked team. Yeah, I know. And if, if, if they can, I know get, they are. If they can get the momentum going forward, they're gonna they're gonna win the series. Yeah, it, we've like, said that year in and year out, though. But they've never gotten it done. But that's fact. They've never they gotten that done. They didn't have Mookie Betts and David Price. Okay, we're talking about two of the like a good pitcher, really good pitcher, and the one of the best shortstops in the league. They they have added that to their roster after being. Uh, after being uh, beat by the Nats, champion, yeah. After losing to the Nats, as they were contenders that year. This transitions into what the Dodgers traded, though. They traded Verdugo, who is a big prospect in the Dodgers organization. He's good. He can play any position, but he's no Mookie Betts. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I think, I think it was smart of them just to get him, get him out of there. Even though Definitely. I mean, it would have been good for the Dodgers, but. I mean, if you look at their team right now, they they're sick of losing and they just want to yeah. win. Yeah, and they David win Price was a very what's a good word for it? Sporadic trade, and that's kind of showing how they want to win this World Series. Yeah, I they're agree. trying to sh- push their kind of team into we're going to win the World Series this year, like they did with trading for Manny Machado. Yeah, I a agree. couple years back. Yeah, I, agree. I think the Dodgers were like. Uh, the Red Sox were like, we can give you Mucky Bats. They're like, no, we want Mucky Bats and David Price. They they really want to win this year. Well, David this Price is isn't year. a David Price. He's a good pitcher, but not a great pitcher. He's a Kenta Maeda. I mean, he's he's above average. He's not he's not just an, like I mean, I know who the name is. I, I wouldn't know the names of these average pitchers. I mean, he's of course he's above average, or at least no, he no, was. No, 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 he was. That's the thing. He's I think old. He still is. He's getting a little washed up. He's had a probably. Let me pull up the stats right now. But I'm pretty sure he's had. Maybe a sub five ERA, no, a four, four ERA, sub four ERA. That's what I'm gonna call it right now for David Price, and that's not a great pitcher. That's an okay pitcher. Does but the Dodgers? He's not. He's not gonna be the ace on the Dodgers. They have Clayton Kershaw. Of course, but there's no the ace doesn't pitch every game. You have that five spot, four spot rotation. I know pitching they, the same amount. They, that they, the they, they didn't get David Price to be the one who puts the team on the back. They put him for yeah, they didn't to come this, in every three, four games and I know, sh- shut them down. But, I think he can do that. Here's the thing: he can't shut them down. He's ha- he had a four point two eight ERA in a five point a three point five eight. Excuse me, the year before and a three point three one the year before that. So you can see a bad upward trend right here of his ERA just growing. 
mean, maybe that was that's one season. That's like that's like having a bad. And for game. the baseball fans like Azad out there, ERA you know, means earn run average. So earn runs allowed per game. So he's like, letting yeah, he's letting up four runs per game, and that's not great. That, but the Dodgers that's good. In in this day's baseball, with all these hitters. In, in, in their division with, like, the New York Yankees, I think that's pretty good. I, I'm just confused on the little standpoint that you're debating right now. Are you debating that he's going to be able to shut down hitters? Every, I, think, I think he can shut down pitchers not on a daily that's where basis. I disagree but, with. Yeah, I know, but that's like, where that's where you have to call I think him. I think if he pitches 10 games, he'll be able to shut them down 3-4 ga- Like, he'll literally give up 1-0 runs in 3-4 to four, four games he pitches. And the other games, he might give up 1-2 runs. That's where I disagree And then everyone you. everyone will have a bad game where they give up 3-5-6 runs, and that's just that's everyone. No, no, no. Every Every no. pitcher does that. No, no. There's no pitcher in the MLB who's going to give up zero, one, two runs every game. Here's no the pitcher. Thing. No pitcher like that. That's why I'm disagreeing with you because that's what great pitchers do. They give up zero to one runs out of four out of the ten games. That is yes. the pitchers that have sub two ERAs, sub three ERAs. David Price is an above four ERA dude. That's not good. That was last year, though. That's yeah, one year. Yeah, he, and he's, he's had getting, an upward trend, and he's getting older. Pitchers, when they get older, they deteriorate. Their arm gets worse. Yeah, it's, I can agree with that. The velocity goes off. <laughs> David Price, he's a he's a good pitcher. He's not a great pitcher. Yes, I I said he's above average good pitcher. And no, I, that's that's like that's saying he's a above average pitcher is a three ERA pitcher. He just threw a four point two eight. Who cares? It's one year. He'll he'll get over and he'll come back better. He's had a season rest. But here's the thing: David Price was not a huge piece in this deal. They got David Price for the playoffs. The playoffs don't last one hundred sixty two games. Let's, yeah. let's get that straight. That's playoffs bad. Nice that's quick. bad. If he's in the playoffs, that's bad. No, you, you want him in the playoffs. He, he's he, he's a pitcher who can handle pressure. He's been there for the Red Sox, and that's why they won a championship because of him. No, not because of David Price. Yes. Hey, take that back. They did not win a championship because of David Price. They didn't that win is... it just because of him, but he was there and he helped the team. <laughs> That's like saying a pinch hitter helped the team win the World Series. It's like, sure, he might have hit one home run, but there were many other people who did way better. I can name seven players who did better than David Price in that World name Series. Mookie Betts. Xander Bogarts. He's a pitcher, not a hitter. He does not hit. Jackie Bradley Jr. did better than him. Okay, I know. I know he's not a hitter. But from the pitching and hitting standpoint, when he put them together, he did better than all of those people. Okay. No, no, okay, all those people did better than him. We're done with this trade. I don't care because yeah, we're yeah. going to be arguing forever. Yeah. Let's go to the Mariners, the worst team in baseball. No, 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 no. No, no one wants yes. to hear about the Mariners. I'm just going to say they to. haven't done absolutely... They've done nothing over this the offseason. Like, how... how the Mariner fans are sitting here like, what are we going to do? Like, they're not doing anything. It's getting boring and annoying. I'm, I'm getting pretty mad. Like, I think we should have got mucky bets. We have well, nobody. Well, that's because the Mariners are... Here's the thing, Evan. The year or two before that, they picked up so many prospects. Right and now... they traded him. What? No, they did not. They traded their good people Yeah, to I don't know prospects. why they did that. Evan. Well, actually, I know why they did that because they're like... Here they, they they know that they're not going to beat uh, the Red Sox just, and the Yankees here, here, with let, Gene Segura. Let me t- let me just, just let me just talk prospects. for five. Let me give me a minute to talk. Okay, prospects. They traded their big guys for prospects. Their prospects came. They have their prospects. They got that two years ago. What a rebuild is in baseball is you get young talent and you sit on them, kind of like a goose sits on its egg. You it's, wait. It's risky. Well, of course it's risky, but that's what a rebuild is. Okay, and then can, can you hear me? Because I've already said this. I think that they've been doing all this because they know that they're not going to beat the Yankees with Gene Segura yes, and all these players. That's so that's the a, reason that's they did that. That's what a rebuild is. Yeah, but I feel like they've been doing it for way too long now. No. They, 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 they need to start building a team with superstars. 
Evan, what a rebuild is, okay? I know is, what a rebuild is. No, you don't. You think that you just it's like get, It's like building a house for 10 years. It's just yes, doesn't you have happen. to wait time. 10 years? Yes, yes it's been 10 re- years. We've been no, bad. It has, yeah, okay. We've been bad since I was born, okay? Evan. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> Evan, that's because, okay, here's the thing. I know exactly what happened to the Mariners. They got good talent. They thought that they could make it to the World Series about three years ago. It didn't work. They weren't even near the play. They weren't, the GM, they weren't even near the playoffs. The GM decided to tear down the walls. And when you tear down the walls, that takes several years to rebuild back. So why they're so bad, you ask? It's because they've been building back for those seven years. If you tear down the walls, you, you can't play in that arena because you have to have walls. Well, okay, Evan. I'm just kidding. Okay, dog. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right, so now we have two go, people go, in this go, booth go. who have no clue about baseball. <laughs> One question Zod, for you. please, you. you talked, oh, sorry, we're, we're bringing up a house. You talked about breaking down a house, right? That's, that's an analogy, Azad. I know, but you can fix the wall in a week. It doesn't take seven years to fix a wall. Okay. You can't take right. for seven years. That's not heard of. That's not a thing. I bet Mariners have so much right. cap Here's space. The thing. Just Here's get the a thing. superstar. Quiet, get a young superstar. Quiet. It's not that hard. I bet there's more dumb and dumbers out there in the car listening right now about baseball. So for all you dumb and dumbers, I'm going to sum it up for you, Azad. Okay? Baseball. <laughs> it's like a house. Listen to me out. Have you ever watched Nobody H- wants to go on the radio and Please, hear about quiet. a house. Okay, what we're saying Evan, is the Mariners Evan, are not going to be a good Evan, team for another 10 years. You're being that guy now, all right? Just please listen to me. The house, go, go ahead right. and do house analogy. It's like, have you ever watched an HGTV channel out there? No, I've never the people, okay, then stop. Just stop talking then. The people, they rebuild the house, and then they make it better to then sell it. What the Mariners are doing right now, these past seven years, they've been getting prospects, trading their better players, because they know they can't beat the Red Sox. Yes, you have that right, but that's not what all of a rebuild is. They get prospects for cheaper so that they can save money, make cap space, and then buy superstars in years to come so that they can make that World Series How, push. how come they haven't done it earlier? We, because, we have, Evan, a so rebuild doesn't space. take two years. Just because they've been bad when you're born it's took means in not. Fifteen years. We've it's been tucking. bad since it's Edgar tucking. Martinez, and like those players, we've been bad for that long. Yeah, it's been so long. Because the Mariners organization, I is having a hard time over there, and that's a lot of organizations. So we're saying is like prospects are like have been bad over these it's years. It's been hit and miss. The things yeah, that they've that's been the getting problem. are hitting. Yeah, but what you've been saying is like get superstars right now. They we don't need have a player the cap that we space. can build on. Like. Okay. We need Mookie Betts. We, we that would be so good for the Mariners. That's a good if they idea. Got Betts but do you think that Price. they have the money to do that? Right yes, now? they have like unlimited money because they're right, how much spending t- like fifteen dollars hey, on me, every player. Tell me how much how much money do you think they have? If they have unlimited, tell me. They There's have a lot more than the Dodgers. You that's tell me. For sure. Tell me how much money. If you cannot search this up and tell me. Okay. Well, all, all we know is that the know. Los Angeles Here's Dodgers have a lot less money because they have such a better so team. We sound so ignorant on here when we say they can just go out and buy a superstar. No, they cannot. I mean, I mean, if they the cannot. Dodgers, if the Dodgers can have do, you ever heard of a contract? A player has a contract to their team; they can't just yes. sign to another team. Yes, you can. So that's what Mookie Betts did. No, that's called a trade, Evan. And do we have any superstars to trade? Um, I I know that the Los Angeles Dodgers didn't have any superstars to trade. They, they had traded, prospects like the, yes, like the Mariners do. Yes, we and can trade um, uh, one but, of our prospects. You know, when you said we had hit and miss prospects, that yes. means our prospects aren't good anymore. So we do not have prospects. Well, that's yeah, why this that, rebuild has been re- difficult and we cannot trade for any superstars. We keep having new prospects. Yeah, and they off almost all been hit and miss, so we can't trade those guys off. Okay? Do you understand now? 
This is why they're rebuilding and they're taking so long. Azad just searched up how much money the Mariners have, and of course, he gets something that looks like hieroglyphics to him. Okay, let's wrap up the yeah. baseball segment. <laughs> and I want to go to football. Well, not any football. Let's go to the that XFL. That was a quick transition, but let's go to yes, the XFL. let's go to the XFL. Um, as we've seen, the XFL has actually been a success. <laughs> um, a lot of big hits we've seen. It's... Who are the it's, guys who bought the XFL? Um, it was, a lot of it was Dana White from the WWE. I I mean, like last year we saw like the AFL or something like that, that they didn't have any money, so that's why they crashed. But the XFL, they have a lot of money. And I think it's actually exciting. I think they I think they planned it perfect to go right after Super Bowl. So, well, the XFL, so, they, they, so have, they didn't get overshadowed by college and uh, They have NFL. all the fun things that old players and super young players trying to make the NFL want. Cool uniforms, cool names on the back. Yeah, awesome, 100%. fun, exciting players. I, I think what they could do is maybe build to have more teams. But as as I know, Dana White doesn't have unlimited money. He can't just build eight more teams. I think I think they did it smart by now. But what I could see and what I like about this is that they're taking uh, players who are like sat on the bench all year, who didn't play much, or like got cut from an NFL team, and they have a chance to prove themselves. Yeah. So they can go back to the NFL and make. And that's get a lot why more they made time. this bad concept a good concept. They gave players a chance to yeah. prove themselves yeah. on the 100%. field. hundred percent. Yeah. So, that was our Power Predictions episode. Azad, you could hear him in the background being a little upset because we finally wait, got wait, to a talk. Can I have my like, opinion on the XFL real quick? No, no, no. Yes, okay, you let's... can. <laughs> so, I actually like some of the rules in the XFL. I like, I like the 3.2 point play. I don't know if you guys agree with that. But I, think, I like it. Yeah, yeah, I think there are a lot of big hits in the XFL, and I do think they got to clean it up, tighten up the rules. And I do think it's entertaining as a fan. But I think they need to know that the their main goal is that why players want to play the XFL, they want to eventually get to the NFL. They don't uh, want the XFL to yeah. be bigger than the NFL. They want the XFL so that's uh, that's what we just that's what we all said is odd. But I, thank you, <laughs> thank you very much for tuning in onto this episode of Power Predictions. You heard a lot of heated discussions. You gave you heard our stuff on the Clippers, the Lakers, and we loved you here for another week. We will see you next week on Tuesday at eight o'clock p.m. I'm Gil, joined with Evan and Zod on Power Predictions.